You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode 153. Today, I have a very special episode for you. It goes for a little bit longer, but we have Evie and Lindsay from the Heart University joining us. They have a podcast called the Hustle and Heart Podcast. You've probably heard of it before. These two girls are absolutely killing it. They have so much infectious energy. And today there is so much good value in this podcast that I'm guessing you're probably going to have to listen to this at least twice, if not three times. Now, I hope you've been doing well. There's been so many things happening here for us at the Jai Long Co. crew. We are currently undertaking and working on our business. We're doing a rebrand. We're building out new modules and stuff for the business map. We're doing so much stuff here. So make sure you head over to my podcast to watch all the behind the scenes stuff that I'll be sharing, which is at jialong.co. And in this episode as well, we talk about, especially if you wait till all the way to the end, we talk about accountability and uh, how you can get involved in being accountable with me, which is really, really exciting. I can't wait to jump into this episode, so I won't leave you hanging. So let's get straight into it. Welcome, guys. We have Evie and Lindsay here from the Heart University. Super excited to chat to these guys. And today we're actually talking about reels. If you don't know what reels are, surely you're probably living underneath a rock, but it's kind (laughs) of Instagram's version of TikTok. And Instagram's done this a lot of times over for the good and bad. But today we're just going to talk about how we can utilize it, how Instagram happened to have turned into a video sharing app over a photo sharing app and how it's evolving and what we can do to evolve with it. So welcome, guys. Thank you. Excited to be here. Thank you for having us, Guy. <laughs> I'm so excited that you guys are here. And I know my audience is going to get so much from today. Yay. We're excited. We're ready to dive in. What do you want to know? <laughs> cool. Uh, who are you guys? Like, what's going on? Tell me a little bit about you guys. And yeah, I just want to know. Mm. Okay. Well, we heard Evie and Lindsay. We are the co-founders of the Heart University. It is an education company meant on inspiring and educating creative entrepreneurs to reach for their biggest potential and, you know, actually give them the tools to go thrive in their businesses. So we run the Heart and Hustle podcast. We host in-person workshops. That's kind of how we originated. And now we've kind of uh, are doing in-person conferences. We do online courses, have an online shop. Basically, our heart is to serve entrepreneurs. Evie, did I miss anything? What else do we, what else do we do? I mean, the only other thing I could think of adding is that both of us also have several businesses outside of that. So we're serial entrepreneurs. We just love, we love business. We love marketing. We love creating businesses that impact and change people's lives. So that's our heart and our passion. And the the heart is just our ability to teach other entrepreneurs and serve other entrepreneurs to help them do the same. I guess I'd also add that we're like bat. S-H-I-T crazy and we love a good dance party. That's true. We love, a while. we love a good glass of wine. We love a good, like, we just love community. So we're like not yes. boring. We're fun. <laughs> so it sounds like to me that you guys have built a lot of communities and you've brought a lot of people together. So you're probably the right people to teach reels and things like that. Have you used reels in your own businesses to sort of scale up? Yeah, we have. I think there's 
a lot of potential within video. And I think, I mean, it's very easy for us to say like, oh yeah, we've used reels. Yeah. Like we've grown through reels. Yes. We understand, you know, the marketing principles, but it's also so easy to look at it. Like full transparency. I'm like, we have even barely like touched the surface of the possibility of video on. So I don't want to be like, we are the number one experts on reels, but (laughs) I think there's just so much potential. It's like a, a limitless availability there right now. So I'd be surprised if anyone was taking full advantage of a video on social media right now. Yeah. And you see the people that do, and they're literally getting millions of views. So what's really interesting, I don't know if you guys are actually on TikTok as well. And I want to ask you if you're on that, but one thing is that there's this curve, it's called a mass adoption curve. I'm sure you guys know what this is. So a mass adoption curve is you have earlier adopters and early adopters jump on a platform or on a thing. Maybe it's like Bitcoin. It could be anything but they always get the biggest reward because when you're an early adopter, what happens is there's there's plenty more people that are going to join a platform or are going to sign up to something or buy something. And then after a while it peaks and when it peaks, it becomes mainstream and then it's insanely hard to grow. So then from there, what a lot of people do is we teach things from the past of like what we learned on Instagram back in 2015, which actually doesn't work now because, because you can't just post and then expect people to follow you. But right. that mass adoption curve has already peaked out for Instagram. And in fact, it's probably starting to decline now. I've just seen on Facebook starting to decline. But TikTok is still on the up curve, which means there's more demand for people to watch and follow your stuff than there is people creating content. And that means you're going to get more organic reach and followers over having to now pay for reach or followers or try some crazy hashtag or or strategy to make it work. Would you guys agree on that? Yeah, I would agree, except I think that Instagram adopting reels and basically, you know, copy pasting TikTok, I think has created another curve new, and yes. within Instagram that I think is still on the upswing. So Instagram as a whole, I agree, but I almost think that like adopting reels pushed it back again. And there's a whole new potential for growth on Instagram that we haven't seen since like 2015. So, which, yes. why do you want to talk about it? <laughs> Were you talking about TikTok though, also? Yeah, so I'm talking about TikTok. Well, I mean, are you talking about me or Evie? You, Jai. <laughs> well, I'm talking about like TikTok is definitely on the yes. uptrend. And then, like Evie just said, like Instagram pulled it back. So now mm-hmm. it's also on the uptrend. Yeah. Well, and I think, I mean, Adam Masseri, the creator of Instagram, not the creator, but like the head of Instagram CEO. right now, CEO, thank you. He literally said like a 2021 was like all about pushing reels on Instagram. He literally said 2022 is even going to see a bigger push towards reels. I mean, cause that's, they're trying to compete with the big dog. They're trying to compete with TikTok. So it makes sense. But the people that are ignoring, I think the train of like hopping on reels or hopping on TikTok, I feel like you're leaving free, I don't know, followers on the floor almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's a free way to market. I think there's a lot of power behind like what you're saying, Jaya, of the, you know, the adoption curve and the mass adoption. Like it's just an opportunity to reach so many more people when you are on that upswing and the being an early adopter and really getting in, like jumping on the bandwagon early. And I think we're seeing that now for the first time in years since, you know, Instagram really like started gaining all that traction. And I know we were actually just talking to somebody else on our podcast about this. I'm going to give a little tough love right now. When it comes to Instagram, I know that it can be challenging. I know it can be frustrating. I know, you know, you can pour 
hours into a reel or something and it gets four likes. Like I, I want to acknowledge that challenge and that frustration, but at the same Jeez, time, this is tough. <laughs> but at the same time, this is where the tough love comes out. Oh, it gets tougher. I think, oh, it gets tougher. Okay. I think like we've sat around since the algorithm changed from chronological to algorithm years ago. What was it? Like 2015, 2016? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, and it's been, what's that been now? Like six years that content creators and creative entrepreneurs have been complaining about the algorithm on Instagram mm. as if, you know, it's out to get them. And I just can never get enough people to see my stuff. And, and now we're hitting with reels and the new, you know, push of video. I'm seeing a lot of entrepreneurs also sitting around and complaining that their posts aren't doing well anymore or all of these things. And I want to <laughs> acknowledge like stuff is changing and it's tough yeah. and I get that, but also this is your opportunity and this is your time. And mm. this is like, there is a push right now and a mass opportunity for people to see your stuff on large scales that I don't want to say like, if you're not doing reels, you're failing. That's not the case at all, but there's an opportunity that's being presented to you and you can either choose to sit around and complain about the algorithm and about video, or you can choose to to jump on and make it your own and have fun with it and take advantage of the opportunity that's in front of you. So that my tough love moment over. <laughs> well, the cool thing is the tough love, it, it kind of falls a little bit short for all my listeners because everyone here listening are all action takers. So they're not, nice. they're not, okay, they're not in the Facebook groups complaining, Perfect. which is awesome. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We love that. Yeah, we love that. I'm probably preaching to the choir right now. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I mean, everyone listening to this, like you have to be crazy to listen to us right now. Like you've got to be obsessed with self-learning. You've got to be obsessed with taking, you know, your Instagram to another level. And you are like people listening are actively proactively going out to find the answers and find a new way. And they're taking action on that. And I see what I see is like, we see so many people do get into those Facebook groups. They do complain. And it's like your heart's got to go out for them. But a lot of the times we seek validation. So it goes down to a deeper root of something. So it's like, I seek validation. I want to have a connection and I want people to feel something and connect with me in some level. And then, so when you complain and someone connects, then all of a sudden it spirals out of control and then you can do it more and more and more. And then there's no action happening on Instagram. It just gets way worse. And then six years later, we're still talking about this stuff. (laughs) It's true. it's true. And and I think, um, you know, too many of us, we get scared of something that's new as well. So the second that I heard Instagram's turning into a video platform, like I jumped in my community, told everyone, some people got scared of it. And I was like, look, guys, everything has to change. And we we're already complaining that we can't get traction because things are not moving. And now there's a new opportunity. So don't look at what used to be because what used to be is gone. It's in our past, but what the opportunity is in front of us. And there's so much stuff in front of us, so many opportunities mm-hmm. and not one person, not us and not one person even listening, even understand what the opportunities are for us. Yeah, it's Amen. true. Hey, also, you just uh, mentioned Lindsay, the CEO, I think the CEO of Instagram. He's, do you mm-hmm. guys follow him on Instagram? Yeah, I don't know if I follow him, but I, I check his videos because he usually yeah. does like those little, those little yeah, yeah. Uh, video posts where he's like, okay, this is what's happening on this yes, year. Yes, yes, yes. What's his Instagram? name? Adam, Adam Masseri. Yeah. So if anyone listening doesn't follow him, you should, because he actually drops new features every single week. And one thing that Instagram does do consistently all the way since the start that I worked out is they reward early adopters 
of any new feature. So if you yeah. get on there really fast and you start creating reels before everyone else, you start doing polls before everyone else and using any feature, they'll make sure that everyone sees it because they're trying to get people especially if you've got some followers, but they're trying to get people to use their features. So get over there and follow him and I'll put a link underneath this as well. Perfect. Okay, let's get in. So I know you guys have uh, five hot saucy tips to do reels and hopefully they're all attainable and achievable for me. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it's not going to be too much homework for me, but um, let's get into it. I'd love to hear what the first one is. Perfect. Well, our first one is pretty meaty. So grab your pen and paper. We're about to dive deep. And this kind of goes to an Instagram strategy as a whole, but obviously it it does have to dive into real specifically. But number one is to create an overall Instagram content strategy. Now, I think for a lot of people, when they go to- Jeez, that sounds hard. On this, right, right. <laughs> We're going to break it down. Don't worry. We're going to break it down. <laughs> Let's make this easier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's it. Do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think most most entrepreneurs, when they even approach Instagram- what happens is, okay, they open their phone. They're like, oh gosh, okay, I have to post Instagram today. I have to post Instagram. Okay, uh, okay, I guess I'll, I'll pick a photo. Especially photographers, I find like we go to like past sessions and we'll be like, oh, okay, I guess I'll, okay, I'll post this photo. Okay, now, oh, uh, something about the couple. Okay, like let's, okay, well, they're cool. Their wedding was great, whatever, cool. And then they post it, right? And it's just that on repeat. We do not have a strategy. We do not have strategy or like strategic thinking in what we're posting and when we're posting it. So within the overall Instagram content strategy, the first thing that we often recommend is like, you need to have a niche first and foremost. This is often what your business is about. And that applies also to reels because the thing is, if if you're just doing reels, uh, like, okay, say I made a reel about my child. Okay, cool. But I'm a photographer. And then I do a reel because there's a trending audio about like cars. Okay, cool. Whatever. It might like go viral because it's funny or it's, you know, it has a a catchy hook, but if it has nothing to do with your business or what you're actually, you know, what your niche is, it's only going to be a one-off. I feel like I have a personal good example of this. I do photography. I do business coaching and I talk about motherhood. That's kind of like my like niche bubble, right? I, uh, last year did uh, a real series on, I basically became a comedian around Christmas time. (laughs) And I, I did, I made, Oh, thank you. I made fun of Hallmark movies and I did like a Hallmark real series and it blew up because I'm funny. Sure. But (laughs) But I realized like it got me a lot of followers, but what happened was like, I'm not a comedian channel. Like there are, there are accounts out there that like, that's all they post and it makes sense for them. So while it was like a one-off success, it didn't mean that like my business suddenly changed. It didn't like bring in a Mm, bunch of, of clients because it wasn't, I did something that, is maybe fun for me, but it wasn't under the niche of like what my account is about. So it it didn't create just from that, like sustainable growth, even though I got like a million followers or sorry, not a million, no, Whoa. a million views. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be singing a Tina tune if that was the case. Does that make you wouldn't even like, be on this podcast right now. You'd just be too big. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's made it. I'm a comedian. Right. <laughs> right, right. Does that make sense though? So like mm. part one of the Instagram content strategy is to make your reels a part of your niche. Like don't just do one-off reels all over the place just because those are viral audios. Yeah. yeah. I, can I actually um, add something to it as well? Like when you're saying Absolutely. like part of, part of your niche, it really is like, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, like part of your messaging. So it's the same messaging yeah. that you have for the, your whole brand. And so yeah. if yeah. you get on there and you change your messaging and maybe, you know, I mean, this is a bad example, but you add comedy or you do a different topic or something, it may be yeah. steering away from your messaging. But 
if you have a clear message that you want to get to the people and you write that down, it's in front of you, like all the content, doesn't matter if it's a reel or something else, it should all come back underneath that umbrella. Yes. Yeah. I think it's very easy. This is something that Lindsay and I see a lot, and I'm sure you probably do as well, Jai. When it comes to video, especially like reels, it's very easy for, I'm like, as an example, photographers, but entrepreneurs as a whole to be following other people in their niche absorbing their content and then thinking that's the content that I need to create. So for example, it makes exactly the same stuff. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and for photographers, I think very specifically on reels, like, like Lindsay and I teach, and I know you probably teach the same thing, Jai of, you know, serve your audience, like educate them with the information that they need to know. And for photographers, typically that means you're educating and like serving and, and informing your clients but are like your photography clients, clients. Other, other photographers, because that's like one major mistake and mm-hmm. issue that Lindsay and I see, especially in like the reels world is a lot of photographers are making reels that are funny or relatable to other photographers, or they're following trends that are like five tips to shoot in harsh light. It's going to reach another photographer. Like right. you're not actually reaching your ideal client with that video or that content. Totally. And I yeah. think that's, a major struggle for a lot of entrepreneurs when it comes to like reels and the content that you're creating, it's very easy to like throw your strategy of like Instagram out the window and just follow the trends and the things that you see happening on video. So that's why like number one, Lindsay and I wanted to talk about this is it, that strategy should not change when it comes to video that you're creating. It actually should become even stronger. You need to be working within your, your Instagram blueprint. And we can walk through, if you want, Jai, like it's up to you on the depth that you want us to go. We can talk about content pillars. We can talk about content categories. We can talk about kind of like the basics of building out that blueprint on Instagram, or we can dive into more reels. But either way, the like foundational thing that you need to have in place when you go to approach short form video on social media is making sure that you're creating content that is actually strategically designed to serve your brand messaging with your ideal client. Like you're wanting to reach that person. Because like Lindsay said, you could create a decent video that goes viral and gain 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 followers but are those the people that you actually need and want to be following you? Is that actually going to convert to sales? Is that actually going to convert to bookings? Like it's very easy to forget that when it comes to short form content. So that's the number one thing. Yeah. Well, because it's flashy. Love it's like, that. oh, I got so many followers. Oh, my reel went viral. That's a cool party fact. I'm so but cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Does that actually move the bottom line in your business? Yeah. No, I love that so much. And no, I don't, I don't want you to give away any secrets to my listeners. They don't deserve it. No, hey, we will dive into it. I actually really quickly want to talk about like one thing that you said that was super important is your strategy. And what people don't understand is a strategy is one thing and a tactic is another. And so a strategy never should change, but your tactics change. And so I want to give you a little quick example. So a strategy is an overall thing that you're going to be doing in your business. And then a tactic is like the smaller micro thing of how you portray that out. So it might be a reel, might be a post. Now, for an example, right, McDonald's. So McDonald's have a strategy where they create affordable, really fast food and they put it usually on the corner of somewhere that's really accessible. So they have one strategy. It's family-friendly meals. One strategy. They never change the strategy, but their tactics will be 
different ways that they market, different things that they sell until that works. But in those tactics, it's always the same strategy. It's always family-friendly, easy, accessible, insanely cheap meals. So we have to remember that when we create content on our Instagram, you can't change your audience all of a sudden and you can't change your content and you can't change your messaging, like your actual strategy. But yes, you can play with different tactics and and these tactics like reels are just to serve the strategy that we have in place. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. So good. Hey, also, I love that you said that um, it's like you got a niche down of like your your messaging and what you're doing. And then um, Evie really said like, you've got to know your audience because if you're creating something for someone else and it's not for your audience, and if you've got 3,000 followers and they're all couples ready to get married or the people that buy your services and all of a sudden you're creating something different, like it's going to fall short. So yeah. we, we need to make sure that that's the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. <laughs> So, well, do you want us to to keep diving down? Because we, I mean, we can go, we can so. go deep. Okay, perfect. Let's let's, let's go deep. This. Let's go deep. Okay, go we're about it. Okay, <laughs> so if if you're in your content strategy uh, for Instagram, obviously we are talking about reels, but this kind of applies to you more. It um, applies to all of it. it yeah, it applies to all. Of it. Okay, uh, we've we've established a niche, right? So if you're a wedding photographer, wedding photography is your niche, right? You could even dive a little bit deeper into that. But if you are a product shop owner, your Etsy shop, whatever, like, what do you sell? Clay earrings. Cool. That's your niche. Cool. In the niche, you don't want to just be posting the same type of content though. So before I said like, oh, don't just find a, a like a, a random audio and go make that if it doesn't apply. Yes. But also don't just pick like, oh, okay. So I'm a photographer. You told me Evie to like, uh, educate my like photo clients. Okay, cool. Don't make every single one of your posts an educational posts. Like switch up some variety. So what we call that is uh, content categories. So a couple that I can just name is like relatable. You want relatable content to actually make people like you, make people engage with you and and feel, you know, human and like you're not a robot, not like you're not like a corporate professional, right? So relatable content, educational content, that's pretty much a given. Inspirational content. Do you want people, like, what do you want people to feel when they come to you, when they hire you, when they find your Instagram? Like what type of vibe are you wanting? Like, to give out, I guess, in, in your content. And then I would say lastly is entertaining. Like that's a huge one. I feel like when it comes to real specifically is we have a huge opportunity to lean into some humor or lean into entertaining. Well, actually I said humor, but entertaining doesn't always have to mean funny. I will say that like entertaining oh, totally. can still be like, like awestruck or like, oh, wow, that made me feel something that made me cry. Like I've seen oh, reels cinematic that or freaking, you know, yeah, so many yeah. different things. Yeah. Ooh, like moody, like those vibey mm. ones that are like, that's like, dun, 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 dun. okay. <laughs> exactly. It's like those like quick edits with like vibey music. You get it anyways. So think through content categories and how you can make reels and content in general. But since we're, you know, jamming on reels, we'll talk specifically on reels. How can you make reels that hit all of those content categories, but still fall within your niche? Mm-hmm. Evie, do well, you want to add anything? Yeah. <laughs> so that's where then your content pillars really come in. So this is where your, your blueprint gets very nitty gritty and very specific. These are the nuts and bolts of kind of your Instagram strategy. So the content categories typically apply to any and all like niches, any and all entrepreneurs, any and all, you know, people who are trying to market their stuff online, the categories are applicable across the board. Now, your content pillars are going to be very specific to your business, your brand, and your niche. So this is where you come up with, okay, within the relatable like category, 
what am I actually willing to share? What are the things that my audience is responding really well to? They really enjoy Like, do I enjoy sharing mediocre makeup tutorials? Because that's just like, I'm just learning as I go. And I want other women to like come along on the journey with me. And maybe that'll reach like those brides out there for the photographers or whatever. Like it, it could be some specific type of content. So under educational, as a more specific example for photographers, if you are trying to reach those ideal clients, those ideal customers, you're going to think through, okay, I'm not just going to put out like five tips to shoot in harsh light because that's reaching the photographers. You're going to put out things like five tips to begin wedding planning or three things to look for in a venue or, you know, top three things that most couples, wedding couples forget on their wedding day. Like that's the educational content that you're going to be wanting to put out there for that person. And that can go broader as well, but that's that content pillar of, okay, wedding tips, planning tips, time management for the brides and grooms who are busy planning a wedding on a busy schedule as well. And they just need help. Like, how can I make this fun and not boring? Like that might go under the education pillar. So think through those, like the pillars are like the holding up the the roof and the foundation of your brand, like your brand messaging falls under those content pillars. And then each of those can fall within a content category. So your education could fall under inspirational, like sharing, you know, a beautiful wedding day and showing a, a couple what they could actually do on their wedding day. They could screw tradition and do their own thing that could fall under inspirational but it also is kind of educational because you're sharing and showing a wedding couple what they could do. But the content pillars are what you revert to and reference regularly when creating content, specifically with reels. Think through, you know, what reels am I trying to create that are strategically aligned with my brand message? So my content pillars, these topics, these, what would you call it? Like almost like a drawer that you like open up to pull content ideas from. These are where you're going to revert to regularly. And then the content categories, each of those pillars will fall within. And it can vary from one topic could fall under relatable, educational, inspirational, entertaining, because you're hitting it from different angles and from different like narratives that you're telling. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or did I can just I ramble for question? five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Well, the people that don't know how to write captions and they're fully lost on captions, is this going to help them? Yes, mm-hmm. without a single doubt. So these will be everything that you reference for mm-hmm. Instagram. When it comes to captions, you're thinking through the exact same thing. It's it's You're creating content and the form of content, honestly, doesn't even really matter. It could be reels, it could be captions, it could be carousel images, it could be stories. It's what you're referencing as your entire brand message. Well, and when you have this content this. strategy... I mean, whether you use your notes app, I personally use Google Docs. That's, I know that's what Evie uses too, but like, or Google Drive, that's the same thing. But <laughs> I use notes. Whatever, yeah, okay, <laughs> great, perfect. But like whatever you have this like physically on, you're not, you actually have a game plan. You have a blueprint, you have a strategy to go to. So it's, especially for people that don't, like write very well, or they, they maybe Instagram captions are a weak point for them. It's not like they're opening their app every day and like trying to find a photo and being like, what the heck do I say? You actually have a strategy that's like, oh, okay, today I'm going to do either a static in-feed post or a reel that's relatable. Okay. Now let's look at my content pillars. Okay. It is uh, something about, okay, I love coffee. Maybe that's something for you that like, that's like so much a part of your brand. It's a part of your vibe that you just love black coffee. So let's do a funny or vibey relatable 
maybe find an audio clip that's like making fun of something and somehow relate it to coffee, right? So it's like, well, and also with reels, I feel like the caption, this is a, a side tangent. I don't think the caption is as important with reels unless totally. it's like a reel that's educating and then it's like, hey, go to the caption for more. But if it's like funny, a long in-depth caption, I think is just kind of useless and almost like misses the point. So captions are very important, but in due time, you know what I'm saying? I know he's saying, hey, listeners, um, Evie and Lindsay did say get out your notepad and your pen. I hope you did. <laughs> and also, we're not on fast speed if you're listening right now. This yeah. is just how fast Lindsay speaks. So I hope you wrote <laughs> all that bad. stuff down. You're going to have to go back and put it in slow motion, I think, just to get that information. So many okay, bombs. See, okay, Jai, my husband, my husband listens to my own podcast on two times speed. And I think I speak, speak wow. fast, but like clearly You not. sound like a chipmunk. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> just... <laughs> well... <laughs> He makes it. He makes it sound like me and Evie speak so slowly, but I don't. Well, think so, but maybe that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> well, you're given so much value, and I know um, my listeners are just gonna be like, "Oh my god, okay, I just need to go back and listen to this again." Have Yay, to. good. That's so, the goal. So we're on point one. We have not even yeah. gone to point two. <laughs> we, have, we have four more. <laughs> okay, well, just let me clean it. my calendar for a second. All right, nice. and then let's get on to point two. <laughs> All right, I love it. Well, we just in wrapping up point one, I, that could be an entire hour long episode or conversation or training in and of itself. But it was so foundational and so important that you cannot be approaching reels without a clear strategy. Like you're saying, like your tactics can change, but your strategy needs to be clear and you need to be understanding who you're trying to reach, why, and Mm. then what they need to know. Like what is your ideal customer, your ideal client wanting to know? So we could talk about that forever. We could go into that for hours on end to help like walk through creating one, whatever. But that's, there's an ability to go in. I'm sure listeners right now can think and pause and write down this is the person that I'm trying to speak to. Like, this is my business. This is my niche. And these are the questions or the areas where I the can- problems that they have. Exactly. The problems yeah. that they have, the solutions that I offer, and the ability that I have to speak into this area. And even just creating that simple, like, start scrabbling it down on paper. It's going to give you so much clarity as we now dive into very specific and tangible like reels tips because you can't just be creating content out of, you know, out of your butt. It's just not going to get you where you want to go. It's not going to get you the momentum or the traction that you need. <laughs> nope. I 100% agree on that. Okay. So moving on to point number two, make your reels short, catchy, and valuable. Now, I know I'm pretty sure reels has giving you the ability or Instagram has given you the ability to make a 60 second reel. They're literally just following TikTok at this point. Like they're just yeah. trying that just because <laughs> they give you the space to create a 60 second reel does not mean you always should. Right. Yeah. Now, my there attention could be a time span doesn't place. go that long. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Seconds. We are like goldfish. <laughs> we are goldfish y'all. Just because you can make a 60 second does not mean you should. So roughly the average, like most viral, like the length of a most viral video is seven seconds. Now Mm. that doesn't mean every single one of your reels has to be seven seconds or less, but I would, I would almost strive to make them 15 seconds or less. And now again, like there are those one-offs where like, I, I remember seeing like a, like a painting like time lapse of a reel that like, it, I think it was the full minute and it went hella viral and I, like it sucks you in. And then it's just like, wow, like you keep watching it and you don't realize a minute's gone past, but that is the rare, like no mm. one's going to watch are the exception to exactly. the rule. Exactly. So roughly the shorter, the better, the catchier, the better, which means think of like 
when people put yourself in the position of scrolling on Instagram or TikTok, even when you're scrolling, pay attention to the times that you swipe away. Why do you swipe away? Because you're not engaged. They did not catch your attention. Because it goes for eight seconds. Exactly. You know, I'm like, it's what? one second too long. How yeah. could it? Oh my gosh. That's perfect. No, I mean, but I usually DM it, like, them and, and I'll say, like, you know, you wasted my time. I am eight seconds of my life. Give it back. Yeah. I'm unfollowing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> well, think of how you can craft your reel, whether it's like, oh, okay, you you withheld suspense, like maybe something's happening, or maybe you put text on the screen that's saying a title and they can know what to expect as mm, they watch the reel. Make sure that, yeah, you're you're hooking their attention. And then to, ways to keep their attention, I would say, is to utilize like visual transitions. So there's like a ton of ways to do that. You can like put your hand on the screen and then change outfits and bring it back. Or you could just do like a, I mean, there's like a million and one ones. If you literally just watch TikTok or reels for any amount of time, you'll see people doing them. But the reason that those are popular is because they catch people's attention. They're going to be more likely to watch the full thing. The more likely they are to watch the full thing, the more likely they are to share it. The more likely they are like that real is to get more traction, to get more eyes on it. Like that's how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to get more eyes and get more chance to be, uh, have, you know, a viral reel. The other thing I would say with short, catching and valuable is make sure your text is actually readable. So I cannot tell you the amount of times that I've been watching a reel and like, it's like a paragraph and it, it's up on the screen for like maybe two seconds. I'm like, you yes. don't think that we could read all that, right? Like I'm how not going to make a habit of those pausing, yeah. right, They're pretty rough. pausing the reel. <laughs> Like, don't make a habit of having your consumer or your viewer pause the reel just to read it. So the way that I do it is when I'm making a reel, say I, I do have something lengthy to say, I'll, I'll write it, I'll put it maybe to the beat or, or however long I think it needs to be. And then I'll watch it and I'll try to read it. And if I can't read it in the time before it disappears, then I'm like, okay, it needs to be longer. So just like, that's a pretty basic tip, but like, make sure it's readable. Mm. I guess size-wise also with count with that, like not only just length of time that it's, it's on the screen, like, but also um, size. How annoying is it when sometimes like people write it and it's underneath the description yeah. or it's above yep. at the top or it's to the side oh, where yeah. the like button is and it's like, you gotta no, watch I can't that. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, if you hover over the text and like move it around the screen, is Evie without me about to say? Yeah, it. I was going to say it. Yeah. Same brain, what? same brain. If oh. you hover like the text over the screen, you'll actually see like if you move it to the bottom, like it'll, Instagram will show you, oh, hey, don't put it. I mean, they don't say don't they put have, it there, they but they that's have like blue markers oh. that'll pop up on the screen that tells you when it's above or below a any yeah any of the like in feed video like within that window and it'll also show you it'll pop up like the like and the comments and then your caption and stuff to show you when your text will be blocked by the on-screen like description and and things like that so there are ways (laughs) to actually pay attention to where you're placing your text in places (laughs) it pays to pay attention (laughs) it does so yes as Lindsay was saying just like think through trying to make content that's valuable. Like, yes, have it be shorter if possible, have it be catchy, have a hook, have a catchy transition, making sure your text is readable. But at the end of the day, is the content that you're creating on that reel not only aligned with your brand, but is it also valuable to the person wanting to watch it? Like, are they actually needing to consume that content? Is it, and maybe it's not educational, like valuable does not equal educational. And I think that's something key to realize. Not when we say like create valuable content, which I'm sure Jai, you talk about, I'm sure all of your listeners have heard many educators, many people say like, oh, create valuable content, like serve them with value. That does not always mean educational. Sometimes that means with emotion. Sometimes that means with connection. Sometimes that means relationship. Validation. Exactly. So thinking through valuable content 
to your ideal customer, your ideal client, your ideal audience member, sometimes, you know, you're trying to reach somebody who is just simply like in a similar season of life as you. And you just want to bring in that relationship and bring in that connection. And you're not sitting there like, is this person a bride? Are they getting married this year? You know, like sometimes it's simply, is this person a human being who's in a similar life season who feels the same way? Great. Like Jai, you just said, I want to validate them with you're not alone. We're in the same boat. I feel the same way. So that can even be valuable content in that way. And thinking through every reel that you should create needs to have value to it. That doesn't mean it needs to be educational, but it needs to have a purpose and a value both for yourself and aligned with your brand strategy and your brand mission, but also for the consumer to make sure you're getting the right video in front of the right person and not just creating and throwing out content willy-nilly and hoping that it lands in the right person's lap at some point. So, a good question to ask yourself anytime you go to post, whether it's a reel or whether it's like an in-feed post or even a story, honestly, is, is what I'm posting going to benefit the person who watches this or consumes it? And benefit, like Evie said, is the same thing as value. <laughs> like, could it educate them? Could it inspire them? Could it make them laugh? Like, that is benefiting somebody at the end of the day. <laughs> I just had this thought in my head where it's like, I think that asks that question then I'm like, nah, it doesn't. But then I post it uh, like anyway. And then I, at the end of the day, it's like, what'd you do today, Jai? I like, nah, just annoyed everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best. You're like, did I create value? No, it's just annoying. No, there was no value. <laughs> oh was my gosh, that's annoying. amazing. I love that was it. amazing. One thing that I have noticed that I really love is when someone puts a hook at the start. And so I love the hook at the start. So for example, and I know Gary Vee does this, like he'll... He'll, the punchline will be moved to the start. So it will say something mm. like, you don't have to be in your 20, you don't have to be in your 30s to be successful. And it's like the hook straight away and then it will go to the backstory. Yeah. Or when the start sets expectations. So the very start will be like five ways to change your Instagram right now. And then it'll be like, okay, number one. And then so I will hook in and watch all five because they already yeah. told me there's, you know, after yeah. four, I know there's one more coming up. So I actually, um, I, I never do any of, any of this. But <laughs> but I love it and I want to do hour. it. You know what I mean? Like I want to yes. do it. <laughs> yes. Well, oh I, I also want to just say, I know marketing and just running a business as an entrepreneur, there are always so many different things that you can be doing. Yeah. And I want the listener right now to like, just take a breath. You have permission to not do everything and not do everything all at once. Yep. And sometimes spreading yourself too thin can actually... I need to hear that. (laughs) All right, Jai, I'm going to speak to you. (laughs) It's just to me. (laughs) I love it. Well, I think, I'm sure you'd agree with this. Sometimes you can actually spread yourself too thin and do multiple things in a mediocre way instead of a couple Mm. of things really well. And so I know we're talking about reels today. I know we're talking about strategy. I know, you know, we've shared, hey, this is really valuable, like power behind short form video right now online, like take advantage of it. But at the same time, you don't have to like, it's not gonna, it's not necessarily going to mean you're a failure if you Mm. don't hop on the reels trend. So I just wanted to say that. And I think there are seasons for entrepreneurs too, of, you know, sometimes you need to work on the back end of your business. Sometimes you're so flooded with clients or with, with bookings or with sales that there's other stuff that you need to focus on. But then there are seasons when you do need to focus on the front end and that's okay. So you don't always have to be 100% on top of your Instagram game on every trend, on every tactic, on every tool at all times. There's grace to not do everything all at once. It's overwhelming. 
Yeah, it is. It's a lot. It really is. Well, okay, that actually perfectly leads into our point number three because it is exhausting. And you're if you're listening to this and you're like, oh damn, like these girls are telling me to like freaking create up the wazoo of reels and make sure that they're strategized and make sure they're hooky and all of that. Like it's exhausting. So point number three is to batch create them because it can be, this is just a true fact. The more reels that you post consistently, the more you'll grow. Because if you're just trying to like make a one-off reel, that's not going to do you any good. Like, I know, right? (laughs) I'm so sorry to (laughs) sorry, Jai. (laughs) Debbie Downer time over here. Yeah, I know. But like with us and then even with other people, like the most I've seen of success that actually like sustains your business, that actually like makes a difference in your bottom line is posting consistently to like reels. If you're using that strategy, like, like Evie said, there's a billion and one ways to market. You don't have to just use reels, but of course that's what we're talking about. So batch create them. And when I say batch create them, I think what a lot of people do is they, they find like an audio clip and they're like, okay, let's, let's do that. So then they'll film it real quick. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, okay. Now I need a caption. Like they'll do the entire ideation to posting in one go don't do that batch create each segment of the reels creation process so pick a day like uh, like batch create your schedule right or batch out your schedule pick a little time chunk where you're just going through instagram and you're searching for like trending audios and what i recommend is maybe doing this every week because again like if you really want to like hit your wagon to the reels train trending audios are always like going in and out so i recommend every week again Take this with a grain of salt. Like there is grace for you in this conversation if you don't want to do that. But batch create. That's not true. Take action. Okay, that's, we <laughs> like that You have to do too. it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, take that time and just save as many trending audio clips as you can, right? And then take another segment of time where you get yourself ready and you're ready to film. Go back to all of those trending audio clips that you've got together at a different point in time. And now in one go for a couple hours, film as many as you humanly possibly can, right? Done. Awesome. That's all you're doing for the day. Okay. Now another day, actually sit down and edit them. Or I mean, if you sometimes, sometimes it's literally one clip, so there's no editing to do, but maybe add text to it. Right. (laughs) So like do that creation process. And then on another time, I mean, and maybe you could combine these times if you really want to, but in another segment of time, I would uh, caption them. And then like, well, I think also you have to like, sometimes depending on what the reel is, you have to like think of the concept. Like oftentimes I'll create a reel that I know I could relate it to my niche, but I don't know what the concept is. I just know that it's like a short little quick, like uh, lip syncer and I'll just film it. And I don't know what I'm going to write, write the text on the screen yet, but I'll still film it because I'm in my batch creation filming mode where I'm like, oh, let's just ham it out. I want to create 30 in two hours. Let's go. Because then if you have 30, that's a reel a day that you just created a month of content. Like, boom, go. <laughs> yeah, I think the goal with batch creating is to, and if, the listener is not familiar with batching as a whole. It's just the ability to carve out time and focus solely on one task and really let your brain like immerse itself into that task and into that concept. And it keeps yourself, because I think as entrepreneurs, it's very easy for us to get into the squirrel mentality of like, oh, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. And we're just bouncing all over the place. And at the end of the day, it comes to the end of our workday. And we sit down and we're like, what did I actually get done today? Like I half completed a bunch of different things, but did I actually work on A, the right things and B, did I get any of them done? And so that's where batch creation and batch working as a whole comes in and utilizing that specifically for reels is massive because it takes off that pressure of like every day having to create something, every day having to like 
pay attention to concepts, film a reel, post a reel, edit a reel. Like, do I need to actually put on makeup today? Or do I need to, you know, what is get out of my PJs? Like there's a lot of pressure that can come from creating and creating video content, especially. So carving out those blocks of time will not only help it go faster, but it will also help you find more like of a rhythm with it and get yourself fully immersed in that zone. So if you're sitting there listening to us talking about reels and being like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to create them. Maybe just try this. I just want to challenge you, like try batch creating for like a week or two. Just start paying attention to trending audios or concepts or or topics that you know you want to speak to your ideal like customer, ideal client and just try batching it and see if that actually takes a lot of that weight that you're feeling on your shoulders off. Cause I pretty much guarantee it will. Love that so much. Can I give a little bonus tip as well? Yes, please do. I'm more squirrel mentality. I'm like sort of everywhere doing all the things, but <laughs> what I do do because my brain is going a million miles now in every direction is I will say, for instance, like a caption for Instagram, I will write down my caption in my notes when I'm thinking of it and I'm inspired, but that yeah. doesn't mean I post just then. And so I'll have a backlog of ideas that I write down for reels, captions that I write out. And then so when I do go into that batching time, for me, I just scroll through and I have a look of what I've already written before. And I'm like, oh, nice. Okay. So I can just add that. And yeah. here's an idea and here's an idea. So you don't yeah. always have to be inspired, of course, uh, to batch. But like when you are inspired, write those things down. And then when you're ready yes. to take action, you've already got all that content ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, because I think so often, like you're not going to be just magically in the zone. Totally. Like 2 like, p.m. on I'm Friday, gonna... you know, right, like, right. It's yeah. like I'm batch no editing. And then you're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually it's usually at 11 p.m. at night or like in the yeah. morning when you're taking your shower. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also want to like tag off of that and say that not only should you be like keeping running lists of concepts, ideas, you know, because I have the same. I could pull up my notes app right now and show you like I could scroll for totally like minutes on one note of real concept ideas and like Instagram caption ideas and everything. So not only should you like sit down and take the two 20 seconds it takes to, you know, write it out in that moment. So it's out of your head, but also I just want to say, give yourself permission to batch create when you are feeling that inspiration striking. So there are Mm. times like notice when you're feeling the most excited to get in front of the camera, the most ready to create valuable content and utilize that, like harness how your, your mind and your body are feeling in that moment. I think it's really smart as entrepreneurs to work with our bodies and with our brains and how we're feeling instead of like, Jai, you're saying, maybe don't put your batch day on like 2 p.m. on a Friday. Like that might not be the time you feel the most inspired. So pay attention to those rhythms that your body's feeling throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout your days and create when you feel the most energized, the most excited, and the most inspired. Yep. 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 I love that. Absolutely. I love it. All right. Should we move on to point number four? Yeah. So many good tips. Awesome. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Well, point number four is your Instagram marketing strategy needs to be deeper than just reels. So I know we're talking about reels, right? Like we're the reels are the name of the game on this episode. That's what we're chatting about. However, which sounds like, okay, we get it. Like you, we got to do a lot of work, but there's just <laughs> go with us here. Don't just put all your focus into reels so that you're getting all this like flashy virality. You're getting in front of a lot of people, but then when they go to your actual Instagram feed, it's just like meh, 
right? It's like you're like not there's nothing tangible. Them. Right. There's like no, there's no meat there. There's okay. Imagine like your reel is the window display. Like if you're walking down the street and you're window shopping, it's like, oh, wow, I love that dress. I love that shoe. Or maybe it's like a pet store. You love that puppy. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> you're like, wow, that's awesome. That window display, like I'm attracted to it. That's like the reel that goes out that has the potential to get all these viewers and get all these like faces singing your stuff. But then they go to your feed. That's like walking in the store. And then like, imagine imagine like they see a cute dress and then they walk in the store and it's like not for sale. It's like a, it's like a homeless camp in the store. Or there's just empty shelves in the store. Right. That's probably Mm. a better analogy than what I did. But (laughs) it's it's like, don't just focus all on reels so that they come to your page and there's nothing for them to really sink their teeth into in the moment of like, when they come up, like make sure that you have stories going up, make sure that you have highlights and feed posts. And again, going back to tip number one, having a strategy makes this all a crap ton easier because if you don't have a strategy, you can be listening to this like, this sounds like a full-time freaking job just for this. But if you actually have a strategy, like it does not take that long to create a reel a day for 30 days. Mm. Like if you're batching it out, like we said, like all these tips are kind of working together because it can feel really overwhelming. But so anyways, back to the tip, when people are actually going to your Instagram feed, make sure that there's carousels that are like teaching or interacting, showing personal life, make sure there's stories, make sure you have graphics that are, you know, incorporated with your content. Now you don't necessarily need a graphic if like, I think that is maybe industry specific, especially if you're like in a more aesthetic heavy, uh, industry like photography, maybe you don't need a graphic on your feed, but maybe if you're an online coach, then that could be like a great, like quote or a review or something like that. But then utilize video, like utilize all the things of Instagram, not just reels. I love that. Can I, can I give a, um, a massive mega tip on that as well? Yes. Is it, am I allowed you keep to? Asking or, us or am I... if, if oh, you can, you no. Know, <laughs> you keep giving, like asking us I don't want to hijack. Tips. I don't want to hijack. No, you know? this is your podcast, bro. <laughs> this is also a conversation. We're like yeah. chatting together. <laughs> Well, there's a, like there's a, just a few things that were sort of like popping off in my head, like when you just said that. But one thing is we got to understand that everyone uses Instagram differently. So there's going to be someone right now that's listening, going like, I don't even watch reels. You know, I love carousels. Or someone else like, I don't even watch reels. I'm always on Insta stories. And someone else like, I never look at Insta stories. I look at the gallery. And when I talk to everyone, literally everyone consumes Instagram totally different. So don't forget, if you make a reel that also could become a carousel on the same subject with the same text, the same content. And that also, whatever you said in that reel could become a quote and you can post that next. And that also don't worry about, like I will actually post that reel on Insta stories so people can watch it just like that. So just don't forget, like um, when you create one piece of content, you don't have to just be done with it and then move on with the next idea. Make sure yes. you are serving it up in lots of different ways because lots of different people will consume it in different ways and mm-hmm. also post at different times because everyone yeah. has a different schedule when they're looking at it as well. So if you want to reach all your followers, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. probably a great way of doing it. I think yes. we're also so close to our content that we forget that when we put it out there, like not every single person that follows us sees it. So it, totally. I think we get in our heads and we're like, oh, I've already talked about this topic. Oh, I couldn't possibly talk about it again. Like, no, honey, you could very much talk about it again. You could, Please do. You better talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like people don't understand. It's less than 5% of your followers are going to see anything, right? But every time you post, it's also some a lot of the times a different 5%. And yeah. so, so often I will ask someone like, you know, they'll say like, oh, I'm an international wedding photographer and I travel. I'm like, how come you haven't posted that on your Instagram? Like I did a month ago. And I'm like, the problem is when you post that that one time, 
almost no one knows. And I don't know. Yeah. And unless you've posted every single day for the last month, I there's no chance of me knowing. And I've proved mm-hmm. this with my community where like, for instance, like I have had my wedding photography summit and I talk about it every day on Instagram, on stories, on reels, on everything. And then I'll go into the group. And I'm like, what's the last thing that I've been talking about on my Instagram or what am I selling right now? And most people say, I've got no idea, man. I'm like, you follow me on Instagram. You should know this. And they're like, no, exactly. And that's why yeah. I don't feel guilty of posting the same thing again tomorrow because you still don't know. You have yeah. to keep seeing the yeah. message. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think in addition to that, Jai, not only like repurposing the content, but realizing that the content is consumed in different, like, for example, reels and what you're able to put in a reel, especially if you're trying to keep it short, snappy and sweet is not going to be the same depth of content that you have in a a story series, like diving deep Mm. and teaching in your stories or a long form video content. Doing a live video. Yes. Like there's different strengths to each Instagram tool that they've given us. And you can talk about the same concept, the same topic, whatever, the same tip in the different tools of Instagram and hit completely different, not only different people in the way they consume, but different depths, different levels, different ways of, of shaping or, or formatting that content so that they are like, it's, it feels fresh every time. Like somebody who sees a reel comes to your feed and sees a carousel image with text and, you know, shareable tips and, and graphics on a carousel and then hops onto your stories and sees a and a going on, answering even more in depth. And then the following week, you do a live video talking about the exact same concept. Like it might sit there being like, wait, okay, did I just talk about the same thing? Like five different times <laughs> in like five different places. Just repeating. Yeah. But, but not only is it getting in front of different people, but it's different formatting to the information mm. that some people consume better or are able to absorb in different ways. So that's something else to keep in mind. And love that when it comes to reels, kind of like circling back to the point as a whole, you cannot just rely on reels. Not only like you said, Jai, is it not going to be the place where everybody's hanging out and you're going to find everybody on reels, but also it's like, you need to create a full course meal with all of the tools that Instagram's providing, like have a side dish, have a starter, have a dessert, Mm. have the steak. Like you need to have all of the different dishes and all of the different pieces there. And that comes with utilizing all the different tools of Instagram. So don't just sit there utilizing, you know, the ice cream as the dessert on reels, like 24 seven, people are going to get pretty (laughs) sick of ice cream. They're going to want the steak after a bit of time. So... For me, it'll be vegan steak. Hey, um, <laughs> here's another mega. This is uh, this is actually I only just realized this. This is another mega tip. If you got some great piece of content, like let's just say you made a really good reel and it went viral, that means people love what you just talked about. So that means that's probably the thing you should talk about on your next live. Probably should be your next reel. And if you're going to do a workshop, that should be the next thing. So. For example, if you really said like um, five tips for posing during an engagement session and everyone loved it, man, then dive down and make sure you elaborate and create more content on that. And if you make a reel and no one loves it because it's something that you thought was invaluable, but it just wasn't and falls flat, you don't need to keep going on that same content. So I think that's a really good way of actually learning what your audience actually wants from you. Yes. Jai, can I tag off of that really quick? Yeah, of course. I'm like, amen to what you just said. But at the same time, I also want to say 
don't immediately throw something out of the window if it doesn't land just right on one format or on Ooh, at one that. point in time. Because I, th- I think that is a very, like I use that as assessing what my audience and what my ideal customer, or my ideal client is really needing and wanting to hear from me. I think that's a huge way of assessing that. But at the same time, I've had types of content where it popped off in a carousel but it did nothing on a reel or mm, like, but it was the exact so same topic. So I think there's just also have some, some wiggle room for yourself on certain topics and trial and error. Notice like maybe this topic does way better in stories and on lives than it does on reels or on static posts. Or maybe this is the type of content that people are absorbing in carousels, like shareable graphics, but they're not really enjoying it on like a live chat because it's too much information. They can't absorb Mm. it that fast. So just paying attention to just because it doesn't do well on one format doesn't mean that that topic is trash for you. It just might mean restructure it, reformat it, try saying it a different way. And it might be like the perfect thing that drives home and hits with people. But I, I'm with you, Jai. I think it's like Love the it. both and. I also think there is a, like a sliver of a piece of this conversation that could be don't get down on yourself when a topic flops. Because I think we see a lot of that too, is that we see like, oh, I put so many hours into doing this reel and it got like five likes. And it's like, you know what? That's going to happen. That happens to us. That happens to the top dogs of the top dogs that are doing reels every freaking day. Like that happens. And I think, I mean, even that that could happen even on a carousel or on a feed post. Like there's always times when we're going to create content and it's going to flop and we're going to get down on it and we're going to think, oh, no one liked that. It could and be maybe, this podcast episode, you know? Yeah, right? We don't, <laughs> you never know. Hopefully, you just hopefully never know. not. But, but it's true. Like, you don't know when it's going to flop and don't let that get discouraged or like, don't let mm. that discourage you to like, one, stop what you're doing, stop what God called you to do and also like to like just quit and be like, oh, I'm never doing this again. Oh, I'm never creating a reel again because the one that I made got two likes. Honey, do that for a year and then maybe if they're all failing, then maybe that's just you. But then there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a problem. Jeez, there's some but, hard love here. <laughs> but does that make sense? Like, like don't just get absolutely just because you've only done something once or maybe twice or maybe even for 30 days. Like maybe it's the strategy. Maybe like try it a different way. So I just want to encourage people in that. I'm encouraging, but I'm also like giving tough love. The a amount bit, of times but... that I talk to people that say, like, Jai, I have done everything. Like, and I jump on the Instagram and there's two reels in the last year and there's two posts right. and there's two Insta stories like a month ago. And they're like, I've done everything and, and nothing worked. I'm like, man, your definition of everything and my definition of everything is completely different. And that's why we've got (laughs) different results. But you can't expect everyone just to fall head over heels for your one perfect, you know, reel that you've made and expect that's going to be the thing that gets you 100,000 followers. Like it's all about consistency. It Uh really is. And frequency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well. Okay, do we want to move on to our last yeah. point, point number five? I can see your eyes light up then. Ooh. I know, I'm like, hey, let's do it. I'm like giving a shimmy, which is kind of ironic to this point because it says <laughs> the point is to stay true to yourself and your brand because I think it's very easy and I think a lot of people hate reels because in this day and age, a lot of what we see on reels is like dancing, right? So I'm like shimmying to, just because I'm talking about it. And let's there's people that- dance. Right. Like there's people that like, that's their jam. Evie and I are some of those people. We were dancing before reels and TikTok was a thing. Thank you so much. But there's also some people out there that like, that is like, they would rather die than yeah, move Yeah, that's him, worse than right? death. 
Yes, that's worse than death. And that's okay. Like, I think there is a, there is something to be said to not force yourself to do something that is wildly, like, just not you. Now, I, I would yeah, off say, character. Like, get out your, it's not, it's yes, not yeah, uncomfortable. Character. It's different. Yes. It's off character. Because like, oh, I think good. you should get out outside of your box and do something mm-hmm. that, that challenges you and, and, you know, you know, gives you a little uncomfortability. But if it's completely not in character for you, don't like, you can make reels and you don't have to dance. You don't have to point a finger to an empty space that you put a text box on. Like that, that does not have to be what you do. Well, I think there's also something <laughs> to be said for, there is a lot. Don't, please do not just look at the trends and at what other people are doing and assume that just because they're successful with it, that means that that's what you need to do in order to be successful. Not only is that not accurate, but also, and could it mislead you to not speaking to the right people, but also originality is so desperately needed when it comes to short form video, to social media. Authenticity and originality are what's actually going to create the fire that is fueling your momentum. So do not try to tamp that fire down and say, okay, but everyone else is dancing. Evie and Lindsay are out out there dancing. They, you know, and they got 50,000 views. So I have to, yeah, I need to do it. It's, you know, this reel has a million views and it's a trending. I just, okay, I'll do it. All right. I'll do it. Like that should not be your strategy and your principle. You can sit there and be like, I'm going to look like nobody else on this app and I'm going to probably look a little crazy, but this is just how I operate. This is how I think. This is how I work. This is how I create. This is, you know, what ignites and, and excites me. And that I guarantee is going to stand out far beyond you following some other trend. And that's not to hate on trends. Trends can be great and you can, you know, observe what people are consuming and what Instagram is pushing and, and hop on. There's nothing wrong with that. But the trend's your friend. <laughs> the trend <laughs> is your friend. That's amazing. <laughs> but at the same time, the trend is not your friend if that's the only thing you're just trying to follow the trends and mm. not thinking originally and thinking outside of the box. Cause that's, that's where like some of the biggest and best, like think of the people that you enjoy and love following. Are they 24 seven hitting the trends? And is that not kind of boring? All. They're making yeah, the trends, like, you know, I'm like, oh yes. shit, I need to copy those people. Exactly. <laughs> like thinking yeah. outside of the box, thinking outside of those trends is actually what's going to cause new trends and what's going to create like the most momentum that you could possibly mm. have. So Within this final tip or strategy or thought that Lindsay and I wanted to share, it was just do not try to push and and shove yourself to fit into a certain mold of the people that you see around you on Instagram. Stop consuming content 24-7 and start actually creating it. Set limits on yourself to create some reels or create content before you ever start scrolling, before you ever start, you know, sitting there and observing what everyone else is doing. Because consuming can easily shut down creativity. So you want to try to create from a place of originality and from being true to yourself and being aligned with your brand strategy and your marketing strategy, instead of just trying to follow what everyone else is doing. Love that so much. You guys kind of play like good cop, bad cop, I've noticed. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> yeah, well, Lindsay's just like straight up, like take action. You're not doing enough, like to be honest. And then Evie comes in and goes, oh, no, 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 no. Like, you know, be kind to yourself. Like it's all <laughs> okay. good. 
That actually checks out with our personalities. I feel like. Well, yeah, like, I'm like, okay, this Evie, is awesome. Evie is sassy. However, I feel like I'm a slightly the more savage one. And Evie is like so savage. freaking good at being so encouraging and just <laughs> kind and welcoming. And I'm just like, suck it up. <laughs> yeah, you're just like lawn mowing over there. And then and then Evie's going past sort of like raking it up nicely and making it all nice. Passing like, out cupcakes. Tying, tying yeah. it up with a bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, okay, just make it nice and relatable. This we, is it here. We learned but, this when we were teaching our <laughs> workshops too, because Lindsay will come yeah. out and be like, somebody will, you know, one of our students will come up and be like, hey, Lindsay, I'm really struggling with this. You know, kind of like you were saying, Jai, of like, I'm doing everything. Lindsay doing will pull everything. up the Instagram. There's nothing yes. possibly more I could be doing. <laughs> And Lindsay will be the person who like looks at them and is like, you're BSing yourself. Let's go. Like, here's FYI. And she'll be like, bam, 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 bam. Like, you're like, do this, do this, do this. And then I'll come up and be like, but you know what? You're also like putting an effort. And I really love that. (laughs) It's a good Don't worry. I've had to learn this for myself. Like as a coach, it's been really hard for me because I have to be both people because it's only me, just the one of me. Right. Right. So, yeah. And it, it actually goes against my nature because I am a hundred percent take action, go all in, stop BS. And like, I'm, that's me. And now I learned that's not the right way because it doesn't serve everyone where they're at. So I'm like, I'm all about that. If you want to talk about ripping into it, let's rip into it. But I'm like, <laughs> some people also, need that love though. You're, they you're need doing to hear a good it. job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, I love it. yeah, it's, it's just one of those processes. I should do a reel about that actually. You know, yeah, you should. Yeah, where I'm talking, like where I'm actually just myself, I got to feel myself. So yeah, it's like me, you talk here, to yourself. Then me that, yeah. You it's should like like, have, you have a wig so on funny. or you have a different shirt. Yeah. Well, see, That's you good. guys are creating content for me now. This is awesome. <laughs> Make Perfect. sure to write that down, Jai, and put it in your notes and don't forget. <laughs> well, you know, I'm actually just so terrible at this stuff because I do write down all my notes, but they don't turn into anything. Like I have so many notes, so many ideas of reels and stuff, and then work gets carried away and you know everything else happens and then I get, lose my confidence and I'm like oh no it's not as good as idea as I thought and all these other things and then it's really hard to sort of execute and like create that content and the amount of times I've got to say this the amount of times that I've said to my team that this month I'm going to do a reel a day it's never happened you know and then next month <laughs> okay. I'll say it again I want to encourage you though like do you <laughs> if something's in your calendar would you do it Oh, yeah. I mean, like you, you hopped on this podcast. It was in your calendar, right? Yeah, I'm on my calendar. Okay. So <laughs> do like put like in your calendar, like an event that says like Jai is going to record like a 10 reel. or tw- 20. If you want to do it a reel a day, like Jai is going to record 30 reels for, for three hours or, or if you get it done in two, awesome. And like put that on your calendar. Can oh, I actually jump in? I would not, if you're just starting out, yeah, this is to listeners 20. as well as Jai. I would, oh, I don't, would not don't go ham. I would not do 30 at once because that's going to feel overwhelming and you're going to probably avoid that con- calendar invite. See, or this event. is good. This is why we're a good balance. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. I would, you're saying I would 20 start and then, off. Okay, I would what do at least off? like, I, I think it just depends. If you are trying to like dive deep end and do like a reel a day, I would do two batch days of 15 mm. reels each. But if I would also almost encourage if the listener right now or Jai, you, either one (laughs) is sitting there and is like, I just need to get started. I need to start getting that momentum. I just need to get my foot in the door. I've been avoiding for too long. I need to just get in there somehow. I would almost say, think about like three reels a week. That's like 12, 15 a month, maybe. So cutting it in like half or even two reels a week. So do like, I don't know, 10, eight, 
per month and create something that's actually like you can sink your teeth into just to get started. But at the same time, I don't want you just lollygagging around sitting there and being like, oh, I'm going to create, you know, like sure, eight to 10. And then you do that once and then you fall off the bandwagon. Like that's your entry point. You're, you're allowed a little grace to like get your foot in the door. But if your goal is a real a day or something like that, like you got to start bumping it up. But well, let's give some hard love as well. Like if you're still listening to this podcast, like turn the damn podcast off. Yes. Get out there and start creating something because I've got an excuse. Yes. I'm actually here creating. I'm creating right now, right? So and you're <laughs> yeah. listening. And so I'm creating. But honestly, like um, the amount of times that I know that people listen to podcasts where it's like five tips on how to do reels, and we listen to one more strategy, one more tactic, one more tip, and we fill up our bucket until it's overflowing, but we still haven't taken action. So it doesn't matter That's if it's so gonna good. be the best reel or the worst reel, it doesn't matter if it's gonna trend or if it's gonna be absolute garbage. It honestly doesn't matter because you just need to get out there and it. make it. Yeah. That's I so love good. that advice. Like stop listening to this. And stop like, listening to the it, damn the, podcast. You don't the need amount of time, podcast. <laughs> the amount of time that you would just listen to another tip or another I'm podcast not, episode, you could make, you could make so many reels. Yep. Also, yeah. Jai, uh, can I give you a little tough love? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I love can tough you, love. My, my love the, language <laughs> is challenge. So okay. Wonderful. Just so you know. Well, I'm about to, to challenge you. That's what Good. I was going <laughs> to, I'm challenging Good. you. Okay. You have a choice. It's the beginning of February when we're recording this right now, the first like three days of February. You can either batch and create reels for the month of February, or you can batch them now to create in March. But I want to see you create at least a reel every other day for February or March. Are you down? Yeah. Do you follow me on Instagram? Yes, I do. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm gonna catch it was, you. It's an easy yes if you don't follow me. <laughs> I love it. No, I do. I would be watching. Okay. I think you I think you could do it. If you keep saying it to your team every month, I want okay. like we're we're here on as yeah, friends, yeah. as industry peers. We're and talking about bad cop now. Look who's <laughs> bad cop now. <laughs> and I also want like if your listeners are gonna be listening to this, like, mm-hmm. are you gonna set the example? Okay, listeners, if, you, if you're listening to this, <laughs> drop me a love heart in the DM. That way I know you're listening and it's going to keep me accountable. And also, if you want to jump on this train and do it with me, do the same. So then I can jump over and look at your feed as well. And I'll, and I'll give you some love in your comments. So if you're listening, just go over to jialong.co, which is C-O, and um, drop a love heart in my DMs and we'll keep each other accountable. I love it. I'm love excited that. to see what you create. Oh, man. <laughs> you already you already know your first one. It's you talking to yourself. I know. About yeah, I was thinking that it's gonna be discussion. it's gonna be my one. And you know what? Like, I'm not scared of creating terrible content. I create terrible content all the time. And right. so for me, it's all about like what I do is I create content, and when it's terrible and I know it, I post it anyway. And what I do is I challenge myself to quickly bury it. So that's my that's my strategy. I'm like, quick. Nice. If I don't want anyone to see that, then what I need to do is make something new so then no one remembers the last thing. And it's insanely important. And I say this to so many people, it really is quantity over quality when you first start, because if you don't get the quantity out there, you won't know what quality is and you won't know what people react to or what they consume or what they love. So if you're trying to create just only quality and there's no quantity, you have no data to go off and you have no past experiences and you're you're not learning, you're not growing, and it's going to be a really hard, long road. I think it's also when you when you sit in the perspective of quality over quantity, you're in you're putting chains on yourself from actually even getting started. And yeah. I think Jai just like the permissionism. 
Yes. Like you're literally sitting in perfectionism and thinking like, oh, I should only post if it's super quality. And I think there's times for that. I think there's, you know, seasons in certain businesses where maybe you don't need to be posting like mediocre content 24 seven, but I don't, I think that's the exception to the rule. I think Jai, like it's like you're saying, when you're trying to get that traction, that growth and just learn, have that, you know, that AB testing of what's doing better. What are people consuming? What are they liking? You're able to actually like have data to go off of as well as, you know, throwing the middle finger to perfectionism and saying, I'm not just going to sit around and oh, like in chains only post what I think is going to be the best. And then when it isn't the best, oh, it's just crippling. You know, you're actually sitting there and being like, all right, I'm just going to create, I'm going to have fun with it. And I'm going to hope that my people are having fun with me as well. And don't forget, like if someone writes to you, and I've had this a couple of times, someone writes to me saying like, oh, like that post you did was horrible. Like this is garbage, right? You have to have the confidence in yourself to respond to that person and say, whilst you were complaining about what I posted, I posted, you didn't, you know? And so so remember that. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. boosting me in the algorithm with that comment. Thank you so much. That's yeah, what exactly. Like, thanks for the engagement. Like <laughs> it did exactly what I intended. It's remarkable. You made a remark to me and now I know what to do to keep creating, you know, content that is going to work. So we have to remember that, but like, remember, like you have to be confident in yourself and everything comes from confidence. So the same as like, you know, we talked about like some people want to dance, some people want to mime words and, and we do all these things on, on reels, but really like be confident in yourself because when you create with confidence like that and you find that confidence, literally like there's nothing standing in your way from there. Yeah. And just remember, mm. you know, be confident enough to just put the middle finger up to all the haters and say, Hey man, yeah, I did dance on it. What do you think? Don't like it. You didn't post. I did. <laughs> Trolling so good. haters is literally my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite pastime. <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty fun. That's pretty that's <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Guys. Let's wrap it up there because I think we've we've gone over time a little bit. Honestly, this podcast episode is is so much more value than I ever imagined. So thank you so much for like really going hard and um, giving everything away. Like, you know, not holding back, giving to my community. Everyone's going to appreciate it. I know there's going to be lots of comments and everything. Where can we find you? Yeah. Well, Together, you can find us at the Heart University on Instagram. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be making reels. We're going to be posting and serving entrepreneurs over there. You can also find us at theheartuniversity.com. That's where our shop is. That's where all of our courses are. But then also you can find us at the Heart and Hustle podcast where we jam out twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, And then separately, you can find me at Mrs. Lindsay Roman on Instagram or lindsayroman.com and then Evie. Yes, you can find me at Evie Rupp on Instagram or evelyngrace.com. Hey, so how many reviews have you got in your podcast? Uh, 800, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, So look, you've got so many more reviews than me. And I like, I work so hard on reviews, but my listeners never leave a review. So do you guys reckon that my listeners should leave a review on my podcast? Oh, Oh, 100%. (laughs) Literally, it takes like two minutes. Two minutes, come on, guys. It literally takes two minutes. Okay, also, okay, let me just, I'm just going to throw down right here. This (laughs) podcast that you're listening to right now, did you pay for it? No, you did not. Was it worth your time? Yes, it was. I'm Absolutely. I'm going to assume and hope that your answer <laughs> to that is yes. So take two minutes and do Jai a favor and go leave him a five-star review. That's a really good idea, Jai. Now I'm thinking about have your list or have your guests shout you out. That's brilliant. I'm a I'm genius. I'm a marketing genius. <laughs> you, really <laughs> you really are. Yeah, go leave 
This podcast, a five-star review. Give yes. him some love. He deserves it. He's at this and gives you free content every week. So, Hey, I've been at this for three years now. And we have 30,000 listeners every single month. And we have about 100 reviews. So come on, guys. When I do the master, come I'm on. like, there's not many people spending 30 seconds to leave me a review. And now is the time. Thank okay. you so also, much, guys, for listening. Also, we will leave you a review if you do your reels. <laughs> Okay, now I have to really work for that review. I want it so badly. I read, I read every review, by the way. And also, not only do I read every review, I actually, every two days, the first thing I do when I walk into my studio is I open up my reviews to see if there's any more. And sometimes it changed. Today, there was two more. And I was like, oh my God. And I read them. I was so happy. Oh, so I literally that's awesome. do that. Best. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Like, honestly, amazing. Um, if you guys need to go over to the podcast or check out these guys all the information, take the relationship to another level. They got so many things. They, they do courses, they do workshops, they do, you know, reels, they do everything. I'm going to leave the links underneath this podcast episode so you can dive in, go and say hi to Evie and Lindsay. And, um, and yeah, just want to say thank you on behalf of me and my followers as well. You're the best, Jack. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs>